I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Thursday, May 25th. I'm your host, Peter Apple, and today I have two MLB best bets for you. But Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JustBaseball when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100 on the best daily fantasy app. Good part about Prize Picks right now, they're doing a taco or a discounted square, whatever you want to call it. Of course, we absolutely donated on the Joe Ryan discount square yesterday. But today, they have Nikola Jokic in the NBA over half a point. If he doesn't get one point, I don't know what to tell you. But I think he will. But let's get into today's picks. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because we went 1-0 on our game picks. We cashed yet another over in the Rays game. That offense is just special. And we were returning to it in a different way today. Again, we lost our prize picks entry. I fell into the discount trap with Joe Ryan after he went first three innings without a strikeout. And Austin Nola didn't even play. It was just a disaster entry, but luckily it was .1 units, so it didn't make much of a dent after the Rays versus the Blue Jays overhit later in the day. It's a shorter slate today, not too many games, but I do see two plays that I really like, so let's keep building. Our straight plays record is 72-55, and 55, plus 11.78 units. And our prize picks record is now down 2.3 units. I'm using BetMGM lines this year. There's a link to get started with a risk-free $1,000 bet. You can also use code JBFANS if you're betting on MLB. Wager $10 on any MLB money line and receive $100 once the bet is settled. And you will get more bonus bets every Wednesday and Saturday. The first game, and it starts earlier in the day at 1.10 p.m. Eastern. It's the Toronto Blue Jays versus the Tampa Bay Rays. This game is probably going to go over again, but the biggest edge in this game is a starting pitching matchup, and when that edge is at plus money, we have to jump. The difference in ERA between Eflin and Manoa is about one and a half runs. Alec Manoa is sitting with a 5.15 ERA compared to Eflin at a 3.45 ERA. The difference in XERA is far greater as Eflin sits with a 2.91 XERA compared to Manoa at 6.54. Manoa sits in the 7th percentile while Eflin is approaching elite status in the 84th percentile. The difference in how these two have performed is night and day and the Rays have the better offense and home field advantage. You do not want to face Eflin in Tropicana Field this season. He's a perfect 5-0 with a 2-4-0 ERA with a 2-0-2 opponent batting average. His road starts have been what's giving him trouble, rocking a 5-2-9 ERA. His stats during the day are also incredible, rocking a 5-0 record at a 2-7-0 ERA with a 187 opponent batting average. He's rocking a 4-7-6 ERA and a 3-14 opponent batting average in night games. I just threw a lot of numbers to, at you to say this is the best case scenario for him. The Blue Jays' offense is obviously legit, rocking a 114 WRC plus against right-handers this season, but they just don't hold a candle to the Rays' offense, which sits in first with a 133 WRC plus. Every single stat across the board has the Rays as the better offense against right-handers, even with a 20-run outlier performance from the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays and Alec Manoa continue to get respect on the line because Manoa finished third in American League Cy Young voting last season. He's just not close to the same pitcher and is making an argument for one of the worst in the league at the moment. Considering playing the Rays on the run line through five innings is plus money, it's a bet I have to take. And the model has the Rays leading through five innings in 60% of the simulations, giving them an implied first five money line of minus 150. 
It likes the over in the full game because it has the Rays scoring the most runs of any team today. But I think that edge is early. So I'm rolling with the Rays. First five innings, minus a half at plus 100. It's one unit to win one unit. Our second game is the Chicago White Sox versus the Detroit Tigers at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Lucas Giolito versus Alex Fiedo. I don't have much of a life outside of baseball. So I watched Alex Fiedo's tape last night to see if all of his expected stats back up what I see. It's early, but I do love what I see from the first-round pick back in 2017. Alex Fiedo was considered one of the top pitching prospects in the draft, but injuries kept him from making his debut until last season. It wasn't anything special as he couldn't command within the strike zone and routinely let up free passes. His 10% walk rate elevated his FIP and XERA to 5.53. This season, things have turned for the better in a limited sample. This season, a lot has changed. The velocity and spin rates are up across the board. His fastball has an elite amount of horizontal break, and opponents are only hitting 214 against it with a 324x Woba. His slider is generating a 42% whiff rate, and opponents only hit 190 against it. Home runs have been his issue thus far, and he's allowed three runs in each of his three starts, but he's not really allowing anything else as he's allowed 12 hits in one walk in 15 and two-thirds. His XERA sits at 2.353, but his FIP sits at 6.09 due to the number of home runs and lack of strikeouts. But I'm taking a gamble on him today. I like what I see. Lucas Giolito will be on the other side, who is also turning into solid season. His command has been much better, cutting his walk rate in half since the previous year. He's not a very popular pitcher due to the variance year over year. Luckily, this seems like a year he's figuring it out again. He faced the Tigers a number of times over the years. Through 182 plate appearances, he's rocking a 326x Woba and a 427 expected slug. Those numbers are solid, but this is a better version of Giolito than last year. Fajardo will face a White Sox lineup that ranks 26th in WRC Plus in May against right-handed pitching. If we look at the full season, they have an 83 WRC Plus, good for 26th in the league once again. This is just not a good offense. The Tigers' worst split is also against righties, sitting in the 28th in WRC Plus against righties, right? Just two well-below-average offenses against this split. And I'm not a big fan of this White Sox bullpen at all, but at least they have their four quality arms ready to go for this one, whether that be Kendall Graveman, Joe Kelly, Gregory Santos, and Kenyon Middleton. The Tigers actually have a great bullpen. They rank 11th in ERA and 4th in whip. Maybe I dug too much, and maybe this game goes over, but the model has this game at 7.5 with the over being priced at minus 120. At 8.5, I'm seeing some value, but not a ton, as much as we normally do. But at 8, it's worth a play, but at a lower unit size. I think both starters turn into solid outings and the bullpens do the rest. Comerica Park is already a pitcher's park and we're seeing an 11% decrease in expected runs compared to the average based on the weather projections. This game is going under, ladies and gentlemen. I feel it deep in my soul. So the pick is the White Sox versus the Tigers under 8.5 at minus 120. It's 1.2 units to win one unit. I would consider a half unit if you can only find 8. But that'll do it. For this episode of Not Gambling Advice, best way to support after cashing a nice play yesterday is to rate and review this podcast five stars, whether that be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And we will again be Twitch streaming live at 4.30 p.m. Eastern today. Yesterday, we didn't we didn't get enough picks from our contributors, but today we're seeing the picks come in. Should be a great day of baseball. Hopefully, you guys all enjoy it. But remember, it's not gambling advice.